Burger M's founder has re-emerged after two years. Del Taco is paying $50 million to settle a wage and hour lawsuit. And your next Subway sandwich just might come from a vending machine. This is RB Daily, your quick look at the industry's top stories from the editors of Restaurant Business. I'm Heather Lally, Senior Editor at RB. And I'm RB Senior Editor Joe Guskowski. Lauren Loney has reemerged. The founder of Burgerim, the once fast-growing, fast-casual chain that collapsed in 2019, has resurfaced publicly for the first time in more than two years to deny allegations in a federal lawsuit that say he violated franchise regulations in building up the brand. Burgerim sold more than 1,500 franchises using aggressive sales tactics, though most of the locations were never able to open. The Federal Trade Commission sued the brand earlier this year, claiming the company oversold franchisees some of whom were veterans, and in the process violated disclosure rules. The state of California has already fined the company $4 million and ordered it to refund franchise fees. Loney was filing for himself and not for Burger Room. Jack in the Box's purchase of Del Taco just cost it another $50 million. The taco chain, which Jack in the Box bought earlier this year for $585 million, has agreed to pay $50 million to settle a class action wage and hour lawsuit out of California. Jack in the Box said that the settlement was, quote, expected before it made the deal for Del Taco and that the amount was within expectations. Jack in the Box also said that the acquisition will still improve profitability. Your next Subway sandwich might come from a vending machine. The sandwich giant is piloting a strategy that would put its sandwiches in vending machines located in hospitals and airports. The company is working with a smart fridge provider that offers its sandwiches in what it calls unattended retail. That's part of Subway's overall strategy to look for growth in alternative locations, including more non-traditional locations, as it seeks to get back to some unit growth after a year's worth of declines. Grubhub is bringing robots to campus. The delivery company is partnering with Cartken to use its six-wheeled rovers to deliver food starting at Ohio State University. A pilot proved popular with OSU students this spring and a full rollout of 50 bots will begin in the fall. The bots are viewed as a way to lower the cost of delivery while also making it faster and more sustainable. Traditional restaurants with a drive-thru remain the number one focus for Panera Bread. But the all-day chain is committed to its new digital to-go format for urban areas, where the drive-thru just won't fit. In the month since Panera's first to-go store opened with a reduced menu and hours in Chicago's Edgewater neighborhood, the chain's SVP for off-premise said results have been very promising. Plans are in the works to open several more and to expand to offer catering in the small footprint locations. Customers can now write reviews and rate food on DoorDash. The new features are intended to ease decision fatigue for users, the delivery app said. The results will also help populate a new series of top 10 lists that spotlight things like best new restaurants and best breakfast spots. Customers can choose to make the reviews public or private, and restaurants will be able to respond to the reviews. Hooters promoted Bruce Scala to CMO. Scala has been with the franchisor for more than nine years and has been its de facto head of marketing since 2020. He's made his mark with celebrity partnerships, including a recent deal with golfers John Daly and his son John Daly II, as well as pandemic-era innovations like QR code menus and curbside pickup. He'll be in charge of global marketing and national promos for Hooters and the Fast Casual Hoots. 
Patrick Schwing, the former CMO at Arby's, is the new chief marketing officer for Zaxby's. At Zaxby's, Schwing will oversee marketing communications, loyalty, e-commerce, digital and social media, and research and development, the Athens, Georgia-based company said. His hiring caps a period of transformation at the 900-unit chain's C-suite. The chicken finger chain has recently hired a new chief development officer, chief technology officer, COO, and chief people officer. Last fall, former El Pollo Loco chief Bernard Acoca became Zaxby's CEO. And that'll do it for today's edition of RB Daily. Find a new episode every weekday wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Joe Koskowski. And I'm Heather Lally. Have a great day.